Welcome to the Fantasy Throwdown Podcast. Bringing you the latest from the world of sports, DFS, and gambling. With over five years of hot takes and millions of downloads later, I guess he's been doing something right. Now, sit back and listen to one of the sharpest minds in the game. Here's your host, Dwayne Callender. All right, folks, I don't know how else to say it, but we had a wild finish for Monday Night Football. And I say wild because it was about in absentia of any love, any inkling of common sense, uh, just in terms of what the coaching staffs were doing, the players were doing. Uh, I mean, this uh, this is a Broncos-Bills game. Uh, Broncos uh, game-winning field goal that really shouldn't have happened. Uh, at the very end, but I'll explain why. Uh, my dad's been itching to talk about this, so uh, we'll just bring him on right now and uh, get right down to it because uh, this uh, recap is not going to be for the faint of heart if you actually like good football. But uh, here we go. Kelly, so we're just going to walk through this entire sequence. The Broncos take a knee. The Broncos take a knee. The Bills call timeout. It's 23 seconds left. There's no timeouts left for the Bills. The Broncos have no timeouts. The Broncos need to kick a field goal to win the game. It's 22-21 Bills because the Broncos screwed up two extra points. Straight up, they need to kick the field goal. Instead of just kicking the field goal off the dead ball, the Broncos, in their infinite wisdom with Sean Payton, decide to take a knee with no timeouts. To rush out their field goal kicker that's already uh, in field goal unit that's already botched two extra points to rush the game winning kick, which of course they, they, they he act he pushes because guess what you rushed him even more so when he wasn't even doing his job correctly to begin with. I I I didn't under, I didn't see the need. To, to to carry the clock down anymore, but you can't defend. 22 seconds? Can't defend 22 seconds with no timeouts. Like, this is the part I don't even understand. What plays are the Bills going to run if you do a kickoff correctly? If you kick the ball off correctly, the ball is going to be somewhere around... Okay, you you put it in play for the Bills to run back. Okay, they get it to their own 30-yard line. That's still going to burn another four seconds off the clock. It's 18 seconds to get all the way down the field to try to kick a field goal with no timeouts. There's no way they can actually run a play to get out of bounds other than you committing a tur- uh you committing a defensive penalty to stop the clock. There's there's no there's no there's no play unless you're just you completely give up the sidelines, which again would be the dumbest thing imaginable. But guess, considering the fact that he just called the play to knee the ball when he has no timeouts and rush out his field goal unit when he absolutely has to make the kick, it's not even as though the game is tied. That you are down, you're gonna lose if you miss this kick. Why would you ever rush that kick? There's no logical explanation for this. That's where I had the problem. If the game was tied. I could see that because if you miss the kick, you go to overtime. The problem is you're down by one. If you miss the kick, you lost the game. There, there, there was no logic in this. There was no logic in the sequence. And also, Bills, you know you have to have your field goal unit now. How is your personnel not prepared with 11 men on the field? How do you have 12 men on the field? 
that's the end of the game. You <laughs> you literally have one sequence. The 11 guys that are supposed to be on the field goal unit. How do you have a, a, a screw-up of that magnitude on a field goal unit play? You know who your 11 are. How do you how, how do you not know you're on the field? It's supposed to be... Uh, I, I, I can't get over how stupid this entire sequence was. Yeah, it, it was like... It's like you think you're dumb? I'm gonna show you. I even dumber than you. It doesn't you know, even make sense. This entire yeah. thing made no sense. No, no, no. I can't believe it. When I when I saw the um, the, he missed the kick, which I I say you know this is a good chance to miss the kick because he hasn't been kicking good all night, you know. So I thought it was a kind of rush, you know. I hear any when I'm saying they have a lot of time, but hey. You know, to me, it's... It, no, it, like, it, I'm, I'm watching on the Manicast, and they're like, you should be kicking it right now. Why are they not kicking it right now? They couldn't believe that John Payton took that knee, that extra well, knee. I, I, wasn't, I wasn't watching that, but I was saying the same thing. It, it, I, made, I, it made no sense. Why would I, you I, ever rush your field goal unit? There's so many things that could go wrong I, between the I, mechanism, which already happened. They already botched the snap before. So why would you rush the unit out again to rush to have them under pressure to make a perfect snap and hold because he couldn't get the hold down on the uh, on the second field goal attempt on the, on the I, second I, extra point attempt? It makes I, it yeah. makes no sense. I hope that I hope Chappell gets peppered with that question about five times in the post game presser to explain had, that logic. Yeah, I had a real problem with because like I said, one. You wasn't kicking it good all night. You've been you've been having problems with 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 that setup all night. And two, you are dumb. You are dumb. You're not. It's not a tie game. You're dumb. You, you know. So I don't. This this was one of the dumbest. This was one of the dumbest games I've watched all year. And we've had a lot of dumb games this year. And then I don't understand how. You don't know because I, this, this twelve men in the field thing. I doesn't understand. It's it's the field goal team. It's the field goal unit you, squad. They're like there's literally we 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 practice that play. All any football team we practice that play over fifty times a day. Doing the guy who is standing behind. You can't count and see have eleven people in front of you so you run off the field. <laughs> There are so many. There's so many things that are frustrating about this. There's so many frustrating things about this. We literally practice that play. Any anyone who's played football, we practice that play at least fifty times. Like we go through this entire sequence. It's not like there's a, a, a magic of more where it's just like, yay, you're, it's your time to be on the field goal unit. Literally, everyone knows who's designated for field goal unit duty. Someone was in that pile that was that was on the previous defensive play, didn't leave the field, and like it, it, it's like I'm trying to figure out like it, again it doesn't make any sense because literally you guys already know the scenario you get reminded of it because you know it's 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 coming down to a field goal hey hey when, when they get set set up to go X Y Z like package like they know which package is supposed to be run. How does you? How do you guys be in the huddle prepping to get ready, get get set, and no one's doing the final count? Like literally, someone on the edge, and, and I, I promise you, it's probably one of the edge rushers. 
Like the one of the guys on the corner that's supposed to be sprinting off to the side, but literally, you know who's on the package or not. One guy was on there that shouldn't have been in there and squeezed in and should have been running off the field. It is so aggravating. I can't believe that just happened. And 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 the 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 the, the PI call. Uh, he's arguing, but it's it, 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 it's such a it's such a dumb PI call because. You never turned your head around, never, and, and it was a it was a set play designed to make sure they got pass interference. They rushed the play and threw it up to him immediately because they knew he underthrew it so that the riders here would stop. And as a defender, all you have to do is turn your head around and you swap the ball away, and it's an, and then it then it looks like the Broncos were foolish for calling that play. But instead, you plow into the receiver and never turn your head around. Of course, it's going to be pass interference. They set you up for it, <laughs> and then he's and then he's complaining on the sidelines. Uh, 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 it was Johnson. Uh, he's complaining on the sidelines to anyone who's going to listen. It's like how they can call pass interference because you never I, turned I, your head around. I, I don't. I don't understand what I mean. It, it was pass interference, big time, and I had no problem with that call. It was big time. You know. It's not even close. It, like he never turned his head around, but it, 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 it's still beyond triggering to me. How, how with the field goal unit? How you guys didn't 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 account for it? And, and I know who you're talking about. I, like because people are going to say 43's got to make that recognition that he's got to uh, pull himself off the field. I'm not even sure of 43 because technically. He's supposed to be the return guy, so he's not the one who's uh, like who's uh, who's out of position. Like he's not the one out of position. But it's one of those things where if you if you were being heads up about it, yeah, technically. But it, I, I, I swear, it's just so aggravating. I know what you're saying, Pop. I know what you're saying. That 43's got to be able to at least make the recognition if you count the number of people in front of you that you've got 12 men on the field. I I know what you're saying. But to say, at the same time, because forty three is doing nothing on this play, so it's like he's not he's not returning the kick. It's it's just one of those. It's like maybe I should be counting the guys in front. But I'm telling you, someone made a mistake that was in, in squeeze in the middle. But forty, uh, but I know what you're saying that forty three's got to make the count. But this was just such a dumb sequence, entire all around. Just a dumb. The only reason, the only reason I said that with him. Is because you're the only person that's seeing everybody because you're behind everybody. Yeah, and they took a while to make that kick. You, you, you look. Here's one of the things I, I I don't understand, and I guess I'm simplifying it too much. Because one of the pro- the th- the problems you have on these kicks is too many men on the field. So it's like to me. You come on there, you start counting one, two, three, four, you know. And if you reach eleven, you know there's too many men on the field. You know, I just, I, I just you behind everybody. I, I just, that 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 sequence was a whole sequence of bad football, bad football. Just from the from, from the, the the third down play. That was the, the that was literally the dumbest thing. I was like. <laughs> That was the dumbest thing I've seen. Like we saw a lot of dumb football, and 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 and, and, and it's gonna go unnoticed. It's gonna go unnoticed. 
But Josh Allen was awful again today. Oh, please. Josh, Josh Allen, like, some of the, the decision-making for Josh Allen. And you could see when he was going into full tilt because he gave away those three points right before halftime. He was on tilt, and he threw a pass that they had never ran before for Deontay, uh, Deontay Hardy the entire season. And he's throwing a out route at like about 20 miles an hour to like, like have a football being. But, but, but he almost did it again. In, in, in the fourth quarter, he threw that pass. It, they ended up punting, but yeah. he threw that yeah, pass. Yeah, he, he threw he, he had one bill there and three defenders. Yeah, yeah, no, it, 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 he just he just threw the fastball up and in, and like, yeah, I, I think he t- he tell himself that if I put enough mustard on it, you know, only my guy can get it. I I, I don't know if that's what he's thinking, but I, you know, it's it's I don't know. And I know the Bills fans are shocked by this loss, but I'm not shocked by this loss because the Bills have been, like, riding this danger for weeks on end with games that they keep dropping because of really dumb football and but just, like, mistakes that you problem, should not be making. The problem I have with the Bills is, and especially Josh Allen, they figure out ways to kill momentum. Yes. When, when they scored that touchdown, when they scored that touchdown, and he threw that pick at the next drive. Yep. To me, that was a momentum killer again. You needed to go in that. You know, you needed to go in there on a scoring drive, not not just give the ball away yeah, like that. To me, those things are momentum killers. You know, it's like here we go again. You know, so, yeah, and and they, he just keeps doing it. You know, when you think it's going to, you know, they got a fortuitous bounce from Cook where... Yeah, I, I, I still... The, the, again, this was, again, this was another one where it's like, Cook's already had a couple fumbles this game. Oh, somehow he gets stripped mid-stride, and somehow the ball bounces straight up to him like it's a basketball. And, like, that was... To me, that was one of those improbable breaks that you could have ever get. more momentum. <laughs> You know, you, you talk about footballers. It, it just like bounced forward, so he went. He was in, in full, full stride. stride. He was in full stride, and he fumbled full the ball, stride. and somehow it it still bounced back to him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was yeah, like, it's so, like this is just such a dumb football game. <laughs> it's, it's like it's like you say, hey, I don't know what to do again to let you guys win. <laughs> And, like, you know, that wasn't, that really wasn't, like, even though the Broncos deserved the win, technically that wasn't the Broncos winning more, more than the Bills losing the game by their own stupidity. Because Sean Payton's blunder should have lost uh, brought, uh, Denver that game. Just because of how stupid that decision was. Yeah, that, it, should, that, it should have lost him the game. And he yeah, got that, bailed out. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that. They got be in love with that twelve men on the field. I can't, I, man, I, yeah. I can't get it. All right, Kelly, let, let's just get it. Let's just, let's just call it. It was like this yeah. game's too stupid to keep talking about it any further. It's like uh, we're, we're we're losing brain cells, but we had to. I felt the need to explain this to the uh, to the listening audience just how stupid of a game 
if they didn't see it, and, and and just so they just turn the page and don't pay attention to how the Bills lost this game. Just just a, just here's your quick synopsis: the Bills played dumb football the entire night. The Broncos hung around. The Broncos lost the lead because they couldn't kick extra points, and then the Bills gave it right back to the Broncos after the, uh, Sean Payton uh, uh, tried to cost this team to get game. That that's that's the best way of summarizing this entire sequence. Oh goodness! What a what a mess! All right, take it easy, Kelly. All right. Yeah, we just had to cover how dumb that game was. But since I'm going to be traveling ahead of the Ravens Bengals game Thursday night, I'm going to take a quick break. I'll give my quick thoughts ahead of that matchup for showdown purposes, and then we'll we'll call it a night uh, because I, I I'm already just beyond annoyed with what I just witnessed. In terms of dumb football between the Broncos and Bills, that that was just that was something. I don't know what, but it was something. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. The Fantasy Throwdown Podcast. We'll be right back after our sponsors pay the bills. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome back to the show. Hope you got your popcorn ready. All right, so we're back. Quick thoughts ahead of Thursday night. We've got the Bengals traveling after their shock loss to the Texans. I wasn't shocked, but I know a lot of people were in the football world, it seems. Uh, Texans are good. I've been talking up C.J. Stroud for a while. It, it like I I just don't think people understood that that was a dangerous spot for the Bengals, but um, you know, Bengals three and a half point underdogs to the Ravens at uh, who the, uh Ravens at home, Ravens uh, it's just you know there's not much you could say they were dominating Cleveland, the Browns hung around they didn't they didn't roll over, and then they came back and won the game because. The Ravens, when it gets tight, that defense does not show up. My dad and I have talked about this extensively uh, with the Ravens. Like, they act like schoolyard bullies. And the thing about this game is the Bengals are not afraid of the, uh, the Ravens. The, uh, the Bengals are going to straight up play the Ravens. Uh, they're they're going to run it with Mixon. I don't think they'll be necessarily effective with Mixon, given what we've seen out of Mixon this year. But I do think that since he is going to be able to have success throwing the ball down the field vertically with uh, Jamar Chase, uh, Jamar was still relatively healthy on Sunday. I know there were questions about his back. Looked pretty solid. Yes, it's a short turnaround uh, going in the road in Baltimore. But realistically, we'll see what the news is about T. Higgins uh, if they want to bring him back on such a short turnaround. But... From my perspective, this 
definitely lines up as a Jamar Chase type of game. I'm taking uh, the Bengals side of things. I'm taking the Bengals to win the game outright against the Ravens. Uh, I'm pick. I'm picking the Bengals. And you know, from my standpoint, to me, if I'm building this, uh, you know, it's going to be kind of a rotation of whether I want Burrow in the captain, Jamar Chase in the captain, or to do a, a build where I still keep Lamar Jackson in the captain, but. I I kind of rotate around the pieces so that uh, essentially you do still see uh, you do still see uh, uh, Bengals favored in the script, but then you, uh, you have Lamar and the captain. I'm not necessarily looking to build that way, but you know if it lands in that spot, I'm not gonna necessarily shut it down immediately and, and chuck the build. Uh, it's just going to be a matter of who can I get to run back with. So just looking at the prices outright, um, with Lamar at 10-8, uh, I don't think I'm going to get to Mark uh, uh, Mark Andrews uh, with Lamar and the captain in that spot, given some of the other pieces I can take on the flip side. But I do think you can kind of look at it from the standpoint, if you want to build with Lamar and the captain, I think you take one pass catcher, uh, you know, Odell got in the box uh, and scored a touchdown. Maybe that uh, gives a spark for him. I don't necessarily love the play, but it is one where, you know, I think most folks are going to gravitate towards Mark Andrews uh, or Zay Flowers. Um, But uh, you could get Keaton Mitchell in the mix for the Ravens. But, uh, you know, I I think it it definitely is going to come down to what uh, what we're going to be able to see from a pricing standpoint that we can fit. So from my standpoint, yeah, I'm I'm probably looking towards, uh, yeah, I'm probably looking towards a scenario where you can get uh, exposure to, um, and again, we've seen the Ravens make a lot of careless turnovers as well. So. Uh, turnovers definitely in play here. I'm looking at, yeah. So uh, I'm looking kind of at a build where you can get Jamar Chase captain. While I don't love Mixon, I do think he could factor into play here, and then you can have Burrow with Lamar. Now, that limits your options in terms of um, some of the cheap plays, but we do have a bunch of cheaper plays like an Isaiah Likely, Nelson Aguilar's 800, Drew Sample's 400. You have a couple of cheap uh, 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 cheap plays from a breakdown standpoint where you could get, uh, uh, you could look at it like a, a Travion Williams. On the Bengals side, he had a couple of carries uh, uh, the last few games. Uh, yeah, so like there's there's some options on uh, both sides where you can you can get a cheap punt option because uh, there there have there have been uh, 
there have been some spots where some of these cheaper receivers have been targeted. Um, you know, not great plays. Uh, obviously, whenever you're doing a punt, like you kind of need the stars to smash to justify a potential zero that you're going to get from the punt play. But I'm I'm not going to uh, be opposed to doing a 5-1 build because I do think there's a scenario where the Bengals can hammer the Ravens. The, the question is, you know, do you get the Ravens team that just plays tough and, you know, gets out to a big lead? Because if they can get out to a big lead, chances are Lamar is going to end up in the optimal even in the loss in, from the captain spot because you're expecting Lamar to do everything from running with his feet, throwing for a touchdown pass. It's still going to be heavily concentrated. Yes, uh, you've seen some touchdowns running from Gus Edwards and uh, Keaton Mitchell. Uh, it's certainly possible uh, that the Ravens running game access Lamar gets there. But whenever you have Lamar Jackson on your team, it, like the touchdown expectancy is going to shift dramatically towards Lamar as opposed to those other running backs. So, you know, uh, we'll see how the game pans out, but I am definitely on the side of the Bengals. I do prefer having the Bengals player in the captain as opposed to Lamar, but, uh, you know, even from the Bengals standpoint, I'm kind of limiting limiting it to Burrow and Chase just from my initial outset. Uh, If we get injury confirmation on T. Higgins being out again, maybe... You could open it up to a Tyler Boyd, but if it's if if Higgins does get in the mix, you know, I don't, I don't, uh, you know, if T Higgins is in the mix, you know, it's going to dilute that uh, passing tree, and so it's going to be another option that Burrow's going to throw to. Uh, you know, Chase is going to be the number one, so that's why I still would put uh, more focus there, but uh, yeah, it, it, there there could be quite a bit of dupes on Thursday, but uh, yeah, those are my initial thoughts. Uh, we'll see what the injury news is with uh, uh, T. Higgins, uh, if he's going to be able to suit up Thursday night. Um, we're probably not going to find out until the day of, to be perfectly honest, but um, usually Schefter and those guys uh, will get like the initial rumors and whispering, so from... Uh, the medical staff of uh, how far out he is from participating. So more to come there, but uh, yeah, what a, <laughs> what a, <laughs> just a f- random night uh, for Monday night football. You had the great Cortland Sutton catch. That's going to be the catch of the year uh, thus far in the NFL. Um, and you just had some mind-numbing done, dumb plays across the board. And I know folks are going to complain about uh, the pass interference call, but he doesn't turn his head around uh, quickly enough. You know, it, it, it is what it is. Like, if he turns his head around a half second sooner, they don't call that flag. But because he didn't get his head around until after he made contact with Jerry Judy, you're going to have to throw the flag. It's just the way the rule's written. So, anyway, because he was face guarding him. Anyway, uh, let's call it a night. Have a good one, folks. Until next time. Thanks for listening to the Fantasy Throwdown Podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and all major outlets.